Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Praise Down. We're doing a new thing here where we uh, talk about the things that are going to be happening as the as this episode airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try to be uh, a little bit more responsible about that. Yeah. Instead of talking about the past, yeah. we're talking about the present. The present. And perhaps the future. Ooh. Y- yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, uh, first off, Happy New Year, Praise Heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a new year. Um, it's a new dawn. Heath, what are your New Year's resolutions? Uh, ca- care about comedy more, probably. Yeah. What's What's your New Year's resolution? No more portmanteaus. <laughs> I'm done using them. The height of humor? Yeah. No, I'm done. <laughs> they're bad. They're a crutch. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's because they're too powerful. It's not because they're bad. Yeah, I don't. I just. I. You know. I don't want to commit myself to that power. It might stare back into my soul. That's true. Yeah. You, you can't give in to the thrall of the portmanteau power. Exactly. Uh, uh, that and become health goth. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have one thing coming up on January 4th at the 51st Street Speakeasy. We're doing a, an album recording mm. with a bunch of other Oklahoma City comics. Uh, that's at 6 p.m. Uh, and it's free on January 4th. Uh, come watch us do stand-up. Uh, there's, we're on it. Th- yeah. That should be recent enough, but if it's not, there's other... Uh, funny comics on yeah. it. Uh, America's some of America's finest, I think. Former guests like Madison Allen, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's the only um, former guest we're going to go it, there. It's hosted by other former guest Brad Chad Porter. I'm so sorry. We're, we're going to go there trolling for future guests. Yeah, so, uh, we're we're fishing for guests. <laughs> be on the lookout. We're fishers of men, and we're going to fish some men, and hopefully. God willing, some women for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, if you want to be a guest on this show, you know where we'll be. Yeah, at at it at on January fourth. January 6 the fourth be with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's. All right. All right, we've got it. We presumably have a good episode for you airing at this time. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the episode. The good episode. Previously. On the praise down. Hey, Madison. Uh, weird question. What's your most fucked up church camp story? Uh, I mean, nothing really super fucked up happened to me. But like one time I, uh, I, I, I drank a kid's milk. And so he and everybody in his cabin conspired to, uh, to like bring a sleeping bag to my cabin we were sleeping in beds it wasn't like a nature camp but they brought a sleeping bag to my bed wrapped it around me pulled me out into the woods dumped me out of it and covered me in rats and then they just sort of ran away and i found my way back home yeah kept the sleeping bag though still have it did it take you a long time to get home they didn't drag me out as far as i had hoped they might have honestly like they were well within earshot of all the other cabins, but nobody came to help. I could see my cabin. And then one year I got a handy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We were, we were uh, there was like, I think it was like at a Toby Mac concert or something. I think I got a handy at it. All right. <laughs> Let's just stay tuned. Uh, we'll see you all next week. We'll be talking about Owl City with Catherine Pitt. Chickeny China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick, your brain starts ticking. Watch an X Files with no lights on. Okay, no, we can't do that as the intro. Um, I I assume the song is just going there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we'll just start. We'll yeah, just start. regular style. Yeah, hey. we'll do it. We'll do it regular style. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the praise down. Welcome I'm to Heath, it. I'm Heath Huffman. I'm Alex Sanchez, and we're both always here. But you know who's not always here? Cat Pit. Hi. Hi. Hi, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, uh, Kat is a, uh, Kat's a comedian, yes. a, a yoga teacher. You wear a lot of hats, right? I have, uh, I have eight jobs. 
Wow. Take us take us through them real quick. Oh, God. Oh, if I can remember all of them. So I work at a hmm. bookstore. I work at a restaurant. I do props for a theater. I am a yoga teacher. Uh, I do life modeling. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do... Oh, my God. I always do this. I, like, lose it after, like, six. I'm going to think of it. Oh, I do cat drawings. I do drawings of cats. Cool. Um, what's the seventh one? There's always there's always one I can never think of. Uh, do you want us to just start throwing out occupations? Sure. Firefighter. No. Jiu-jitsu instructor. No. Kitchen aid. No. Mixer. No? No. Mm. Mortician. No. Ultrasound technician. Makeup artist. No. I have done that before, though. That's true. I did that for the WWE one time. Yeah. She got to touch Jerry Lawler's face. Apparently, it's like leather. Ooh. Oh, I believe it. Wedding photographer. No. Wedding singer. No. Wedding caterer. No. Bedding caterer. Bookie. No. No? Okay. Mattress salesman. I'm not going to think of it. You're not going to think of it? No, I All can't right. think of it. Boxer. There's Sorry. Only... Oh, no. So, yes, I am. Oh, wait. I work for a company that does no. You work parties. for a boxing company. Wait, what? No, that does princess parties for children. Oh, shit. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we, did we literally Sh- find one? Did that work? Yeah. That wow. Was my, that was my seventh one. I always forget one, and it's usually life modeling. Mm. Usually life modeling is the one I forget. That makes sense. I don't know why. It's crazy that you work eight jobs and you only have room for seven in your head. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, because comedy isn't really a job. No. Get paid for it, so. It's it's a job, but we don't get paid for it. Right. Yeah, it's like an right. internship. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just permanent internship. That's a lot of jobs to have. Do you ever find yourself um, maybe cooking the books on accident? No. Or um, reading the stage props? I have Wait. done that before. Yeah. Sometimes uh, they're books. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You ever show up as a princess to life modeling? Um, no, but I did. I did dress up as Velma one time from Scooby Doo. Hell yeah! Yeah, that was good. Cool. Mm-hmm. I have a Velma costume. <laughs> that rules. It's ridiculous. What else? I love it. I, I don't know. I'm. Let's 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 climb into the uh, let's climb mm-hmm. into the pocket on this yeah. on this yeah. Uh, what is your what's your walk like? Yeah, with, what's your spiritual sitch with the Lord? Well, yeah. it um, it could be with the Lord. It could be without the Lord. We just we just want to know if you've got a thing in your life that scratches that same itch. All right, so I grew up Catholic. Mm. I don't know if you know that about me. I did not. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, there you go. I uh, I went to Catholic school for kindergarten, and then I got kicked out because they, like, revoked my scholarship. Whoa. Yeah. So I went to public school for elementary school and middle school and high school. Um, now, why did your scholarship get revoked? I don't know, man. They uh, They just, like... Told my mom I couldn't go there anymore because they did your did your GPA fall below a certain. I mean, maybe (laughs) Uh, your your, preschool GPA. Yeah, yeah, GPA. Well, your your godly piousness average. (laughs) Yeah, probably, probably. Uh, Because after that, I uh, I remember going to like vacation Bible school in the summer, Mm -hmm. and then like. My mom and I would go to church, but like I would play on the floor with my Barbies. That was a lot of the time that mm. I spent in Catholic church. And then I went to first communion. I did get get communed. And then I think around that time is when I started thinking, "Oh, this might be bullshit." Because uh one of my one of my teachers told me the story about Jonah and the whale. And I was like, all right, so, like, can you explain to me how a man was able to survive in a whale's stomach for, like, three months? And uh, the lady said, because the Lord willed it. And I was like, all right, being 11, I just Mm. took that. And I was like, I'm just going to digest this information later when I am not an 11-year-old child. Mm Because that sounds ridiculous to me. But we'll figure it out. And so then uh, I went to... 
confirmation in like 2004 or whatever. Or no, when when do you do that? When you're like 15 and 16. So it would have been 2005. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like I like started talking about it, and I was like, with with my equally agnostic partner in crime who went through the whole thing with me because we were both just there because our moms wanted us to be there basically (laughs) and so we were just like this is ridiculous right and we were like yeah this is ridiculous okay cool and so one day she and I were talking about it and I was like what do you think about Jonah and the whale and she was like somebody told you that God willed it so God just willed a micro universe to exist in a whale stomach just so this dude could get from like one part of the ocean to the other part of the ocean so rick could power his car right basically so and i was like man i don't know that sounds silly to me but whatever like we'll figure it out and so i i fell off of the catholic bandwagon i was like i don't know about this but i got confirmed so like on paper i'm super catholic and and you're going to heaven right right super going to heaven Unless I get married, because I'm not getting married in a Catholic church. So, like, mm. if I get married, then I won't be going to heaven. But until that time, totally going to heaven because okay. I'm confirmed and, like, right with the Lord or So whatever. just keep putting it off, I guess. Yeah, is, you know, is marriage, like, like, confirmation too? It's a for, sacrament. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. like It's like a thing in... I didn't realize you had to like re up your Catholicness. In oh marriage. yeah, no, Man. Like you do. Like you have to go to classes and stuff. You guys have to like you have to take like six months of Catholic classes, and then you have to get married in a church, and you have to be part of the church community before they'll like let you into heaven again. That sounds it's, nuts. It's real neat. Man, Catholicism's real weird, you guys. I mean, I love it, but I also think that it's bonkers. Mm. But like, it works for a whole lot of people so like who might have judged those people you know Mm. like right yeah whatever but so uh so my catholic name is catherine elizabeth dwinwin pitt uh wait what's that yeah you wanna (laughs) i don't i think you're burying the headline a little bit so my uh my patron saint of my of my confirmation is saint dwinwin who is the uh welsh welsh patron saint of lovers and sick animals uh who i chose while i was going through my obsession with the lord of the rings phase and it was the name that sounded the most elvish of mm-hmm. all of the names that is true he sounds like a powerful cleric yeah she yeah she thank you very much oh my was, god i'm sorry uh was the daughter okay. of some like rich dude who i mean every saint is like the daughter or son of some rich dude who just like befell some tragedy and then died alone and sad, like mm-hmm. and pious. That system's was, broken. It's like the whole. Well, that's how rich. That's what should happen to rich yeah, people. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the system's um, working. And so, but so yeah. So that's like that's my life in Catholicism. And so since then, I uh, I became a Wiccan. Yeah, we're going to talk about that for sure. Yeah. Here, here's the meat and potatoes. Clearly uh, Here's the meat and potatoes of the show, right? Yeah. Uh, well, first off, how were you introduced? How were you and Wicca introduced? Uh, I don't know. It like it kind of was always there just because I have always kind of been obsessed with like Irish lore and paganism and weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, well, not weird stuff like, you know, like stuff. And uh, I got more into it after college because i was like man i really need some structure now that i'm not in school all the time so i was like well maybe like a religion will do that and then i was like maybe i'll be a buddhist and then i was like that's a terrible idea there's no buddhist temples in oklahoma city that i can go to that's a lie there are but there are like in weird places that I don't want to drive to, but yeah, Will and I accidentally <laughs> drove to one one yeah, time a, a Buddhist temple, a Buddhist temple, and there was like a huge garden and statues yeah, and like real great. It was amazing. Did you have a good time? It was phenomenal. They're awesome. great, and I uh, I don't know. I just like I felt super outsider whenever I like tried to go to any of those, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is this is maybe not a place that I'm allowed in. Yeah, um, I, I kind of I was gonna say. As cool as Buddhism is, it doesn't feel like 
something you get to uh, engage with too too heavy if you're white, right? Yeah. It feels real bad to yeah lean like, on, into it like that, right? Like it just I don't know it. It's one of those things where I'm like, this should be for everyone, and we should all know about it. Uh, but also, it's like a completely different people's culture and so it does like it does feel super like i'm a white person i shouldn't be here but like then you go to it and they're like hey come here like do your stuff and whatever and you're like yeah oh okay well that's cool and so because of that i mm-hmm. like got into like yoga and stuff mm-hmm. and uh i mean yoga is not a religion sure at all it's just it's, a way it's of, only it's just a practice yeah you know it's a way of practicing meditation and so like whenever you are on the mat and you're uh, having like it's basically just having a conversation with your body, mm. which you don't do every day. Like you if you have an office job, you just sit at your office job and like punish your body by like trapping it in this weird like unnatural position for eight hours a day. Mm. Um, or like if you work any job like I I like work seven jobs and like most of them I'm on my feet like doing random shit like mm. standing all day and like that's not natural either like. But then it's like, what is natural? Like, we're so, like, alienated from that in modern society because, like, we, like, don't stop to just take care of ourselves and Mm. just, like, hang out and be like, hey, what the heck is my body doing Mm. at any given time? And so, like, yoga was like, hey, uh, you know how you could just, like, stop doing that and you could just, like, chill out and talk to yourself for a little while how about you do that? And I was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. Like, that sounds super great. And so Mm. I started doing that. And then I also, uh, through that, like, accidentally got into this uh, thing called chaos magic, which, if you've ever heard of chaos magic, I don't know. I know know about Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. And he heavily... Did chaos magic? That's yeah, true. Sure. He did a lot of work with the chaos emeralds. That's true. Yeah. That's sort of the extent of my knowledge, though. So, like, chaos magic is uh, basically just a way to guide your subconscious into doing what you want your conscious brain to have your subconscious do, and that's like oh it sounds go like on a lot more woo-woo than it is but like it's really just like chilling out and being in tune with your body and letting your body be in tune with the the rest of the universe like because here's the deal you guys and they don't they don't tell you this in catholic camp but mm. we all we all share a collective subconscious sure believe yeah it. yeah yeah and so, also, uh, like, when I was in my early 20s, I just made a conscious decision to believe in ridiculous things. That was, like, a thing that I did. Like, it was, like, it you was, just, like... You just said, like, let's get weird. Yeah, I was just, like, I man, I could be an atheist. Like, I could just sit around and be an atheist and be, like, Ugh, nothing exists and everything's terrible. Or I could be, like... But what if fairies exist, you guys? Like, way how better. cool would that be? It's so much funnier. Yeah, yeah it's and way so, better. Like, yeah. so, like, hey, atheists, you get to pick. Right. <laughs> exactly. There's You have a choice, and that's the point. Like, that's, uh, I think, how, how a lot of people get into, like, Catholicism and stuff is because it's just, like, it's a choice. It's a choice that you make. And it's like, yeah, I want to believe that this cool dude died for my sins a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago whatever um and so like because of that we have a bunch of people yeah. who just believe in it but then there are the people who don't think that they have a choice and i'm like no but you yeah. do there are some atheists that are like i know what the truth choice. is and i've got to live the truth or else right. you work at pottery barn right like just believe in just a like, fairy or two get out of your own way dude like Bring some magic into your life. Like, come on. Yeah, it seems miserable. Even a reason to smile yeah, once in a while. Really, though. And I'm just like, yeah, like, come on. Because I was an atheist for, like, two years. Like, uh, the latter half of my my high school into college days. That's the sweet uh, spot for like, atheism. Yeah, I was just like, nothing is real and everything's terrible. And, like, but then, like, one day I was just like, eh, this is dumb. And I just decided... 
why not? Why not believe in like mythical beings beyond our cosmos? Like, yeah, it's way better, right? Like, what if there are Lovecraftian demons just waiting to come and devour us? How cool would that be? Yeah, it's badass. And if That's so, could they hurry up? Yeah, like, for real. Really though, like I'm just saying, like get on that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So that's my that's my place. Now, yeah, I, I want to circle back to something you said about Wicca, which was yeah. that you had decided to choose the the Celtic pantheon, I believe. Yeah. So I I the first Wiccan I ever met was actually at church camp. Oh, cool. This was a day spring church camp. Good. And I met a Wiccan and learned about Wicca. And I was like, damn, this seems like a way better religion. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but then yeah. I didn't. It's a lot of research. I didn't have the. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the follow through. I'm still like on the cusp of it. Like I've done like maybe five rituals in the two years that I've been like serious about it. And so like. What should you be doing to keep to really? Keep, is it like one ritual a week? It's basically yeah. Like Whoa. It's, it is. Yeah. It seems like a it's ton like of work. A, it's, it's like a shitload lot of rituals. Of stuff. Like because you gotta do. Like you're like you have to have all your crystals and you have to like cleanse all your crystals on the full moon and mm-hmm. then you like use those crystals like throughout the week and whatever. And like what I've taken from it basically is that you can have like all these things, but like all those things do is symbolize other things. So like when you're doing a ritual, like we did the I don't know if I should talk about this on here, but we did the bind Trump ritual. Sure. That all mm-hmm. of the all of the Wiccans were getting together and doing, yeah, uh, like last September or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did that, or it was like June, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I did that, and then I like didn't have all the stuff that you were supposed to have, but the thing about it is like it's it's like what it's the energy that you give whatever thing you have there to represent that thing because so we had like okay we didn't have a feather but we had a drawing of a feather on a piece of paper and all that it's supposed to do is represent air so that was fine and that's like mm-hmm. what i like about about it is and honestly that's like what i loved about catholicism too is because you have all these weird things that like represent other things that are like like part of this like grand saga of like weirdness that exists and like that's yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's modular almost. Yeah, it's appealing. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of got me thinking about like how practices are kind of easy and open-ended to engage with. Yeah. Like yeah. yoga's a practice, meditation's right. a practice. Right. You know, rituals, practices, right? Um the dogma though doesn't seem highly necessary most yeah. of the time, yeah. right? Some people really love the dogma. Oh yeah, no, like you can get into the dogma like yeah. nobody's business. But like, if you, but if you're a if you're a white guy and you want to engage with the buddhist dogma then i've got questions for you right. you know what i mean yeah like what are you doing right like you know that's not yours right right you know it's what like, i mean yeah, yeah be cool just just meditate and be nice like right. you don't have to be a buddhist right. you know right yeah. it's like i study hinduism but i wouldn't mm-hmm. call myself a hindu because right, yeah. i didn't like i'd call myself a catholic because i grew up catholic mm-hmm. and it's basically the same thing except like because in Catholicism, uh, there's a lot of like saint worshiping that happens, um, and from what I've researched about Hinduism, like they do have a pantheon in Hinduism, uh, but basically, yeah. uh, basically though, all of the gods in Hinduism are just different like face representations of the same god, and so like it's just like God playing out different like lifespans just for fun and mm-hmm. uh from my understanding that might be totally wrong i don't know hmm. but uh and so but like from what i understand that like krishna and shiva uh are basically the same dude in just like different forms and that's like because they believe in reincarnation um they okay you know like uh it's just different different faces of the same god and so that's kind of how i feel like catholicism kind of is because like they're different aspects of the divine like because we've got the father son and holy spirit like you know Mm -hmm. like jesus is just an aspect of the divine i i get that impression off of polytheism of all kinds in general Mm -hmm. yeah 
like people aren't and I'm, I could I might be dumb and wrong um which I'm highly prepared for but it doesn't <laughs> seem like people are going out of their way to literally worship completely separate different gods right right, right. it feels like they're maybe worshiping one distinct expression or another distinct expression of the same thing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And what I like to imagine in my fantasy land of internal whatever uh, is that that like divine thing is just like all of our subconsciouses like put together in our like energy as humans uh, in love and kindness and like yeah, that, the collective will. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. And I don't know, it's just so much nicer to think about that like as like a like a deity than it is to think of like an actual like god dude in the sky being like, you if you like masturbate twice, you're going to go to a place of pain and damnation Quit forever. Once once is cool just to figure it out, but after that right. you can't do it again. Not again. Mm-hmm. No Not way. Again. Yeah, no. you, you remember yeah. after the first time, God was like, "All right, cowboy, we'll see what you got up your sleeve next." Right, <laughs> but doesn't feel is, good, does it? <laughs> that is a thing that I do love about the Catholic God. However, is that if if you go to Catholic God, uh, you can just be like, "Hey, uh, priest man, um, I masturbated," and they'll be like, "Ah, uh, just say a bunch of prayers. You're good. You're That's cool." Like, you're and, cool. And you go really, and you go really, and they're like. Yeah, just go think about what you did. All right. Like, well, see you next right, cool. week then. <laughs> Sounds great. Like, that's, I don't know, that's one of the appealing things about Catholicism. Is cause like, but then it's like a. That you could just really, be done with a thing. Really? Yeah. Right. Like, like, if you tell the priest you had a threesome, and then he's like, all right, but make sure you go home and think real hard about what you did. Yeah. You can like, be like, that's okay. I was going to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Okay. Okay, nice, that's... but go home and think. <laughs> right. It's like, just go. How just inappropriate really would it be if you, you were did. just a priest who said nice after nice. every confession? <laughs> okay, nice. But just, like. Just a very solemn nice. Yeah, just nice. Nice. Very nice, my child. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's a hole where he sticks his fist through for you to pound it. Yeah. Just a. Just a. F- Fist, yeah. Hole, fist. I, you can't say, hole. yeah. It, just I, a very, a very, very slow fist just coming out, and then you're just expected mm. that that's your penitence is awkwardly yeah. fist bumping, uh, awkwardly fist bumping your priest. Uh, please bump me, my son. Please, please bump me, my son. Thank you. Okay. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Yeah. No, I would just want to be a Catholic priest. Okay, one, nice. Yeah. Two, a uh, few prayers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Welcome to Toon Talk. Welcome to Toon Talk. Okay, um, cool. la- wait, did I recommend a... I did. Last week, I recommended uh, the piece of media, Jonah, a VeggieTales movie, for both Dalton and Heath Huffman to watch. Heath, did you watch Jonah, a VeggieTales movie? Um, with my um, orthodontist office when I was about 10. Good. So what did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good. It's pretty good. I can't tell. I I don't like the character of Khalil, which is a uh, which vegetable is him? He is the only one that's not a vegetable. He's a caterpillar. Oh, good. His well, his mother was a caterpillar, and his father was a worm, and he does a, a Middle Eastern stereotype accent. Anyway, uh, the we'll move are on. Hermaphroditic. I'm very confused. Um, in the VeggieTales universe, worms fuck. Okay. Yeah. Like hard. All the time. They're constantly fucking. Okay, good. And it's nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I think it's good. We'll move on. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinions. Cat, I apologize. It's okay. Talk to us about your uh, your feelings and history with Owl City. So, Owl City. So, here's the deal. I, uh, I often listen to bands that are, like, popular and... Uh, I have this feeling that uh, if I don't know up front that a band is a Christian band, I feel mildly betrayed when I find out that they are a Christian band. And Mm -hmm. that is how I feel about Owl City. 
because uh, I did not know going in that this 2009 twee pop little sweet boy mm-hmm. was super Jesus-y. Just super Jesus-y. I don't think anybody that uh, twee and sweet is secular. I, mm, yeah, right? like I knew he was for sure waiting till marriage. Right, but like... But maybe it's just because he's a real romantic guy. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It just... Because Weezer exists, and Weezer, I feel, was, like, very, like, twee and non-fuckable for, like, a solid five years. And Mm -hmm. honestly, Rivers Cuomo still tries. Mm. He still tries to be that guy, even though we all know, like, he has. He's fucked. Hey, Rivers, you fucked. We all know it, Rivers. We know. You can stop trying to appeal to 14-year-olds now. It's okay. We still love you. Mm. Uh, It's okay to fuck, Rivers. Just own it. It's okay. He's still wearing that purity ring. It's like, who are you yeah. fooling, Rivers? Yeah, reverse. <laughs> reverse. <laughs> reverse Cuomo. Oh, reverse. no. That's my least favorite <laughs> sex position. It's my favorite. Oh, sex no. <laughs> reverse Cuomo. Uh, uh, I, for a very long time, wanted to name one of my children uh, Cuomo. And uh, that got shot down real fast. Oh, Just, no. Uh, not that I'm going to ever have children, but sure. Who? You know. It's irresponsible. Yeah. Maybe one of your friends will let you name theirs. Yes. Yeah. Literally, amazing. guys, I pulled that shit this week. What? <laughs> one of my friends, I met him in the supermarket, and he was like, "Whoa, hey, dude, did I tell you we're having a baby?" And I was like, "Listen, I was thinking about this the other day. You should, if it's a girl, you should name that baby after her mom. You never see a female junior, and it's awesome." And then he was like, all right, we'll put it on the list. And then I realized as I was walking away, that's an insane thing to say to a person you haven't talked to in a month or two. Wow. I mean, not terribly insane. A, a month or two is, is not bad. Yeah. That is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there are no female juniors. You're absolutely right. Where are they? I know. There's, there's a female scout in To Kill a Mockingbird. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. But she's not a, a junior. A junior that I know of. There's Rory Gilmore. Yes. Lorelai Gilmore Jr., but I, yes. I don't think that she is credited as a junior. No. But, um, so, Al City. Sorry. I I don't know. I just, like, I listened to it again today for the first time since 2009. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Let, let's dig in. Uh, we're reviewing Ocean Eyes. Yeah, we? Ocean Eyes. And it's, like, it's so bland... I forgot that I was listening to it. Oh well, well let's okay. let's get let's give it a shake. That's that's good to that's good to hear right off the yeah, top. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was bad because it's sure. real cute. Yeah, like, it's oh yeah, so cute. Like all of it, it's just like yeah, like ten thousand lightning bugs giving mm. me a million hugs or whatever. Oh, like, okay. This has been well. This has been well um, traversed uh, subject matter. A million hugs. <laughs> 10,000 lightning bugs. Right. 10,000 10, hugs. hugs. 1,000 oh, okay. hugs from 10,000 lightning bugs? Our, our sound engineer, Jill, is issuing a correction. So that's one hug for every 10 lightning bugs. Yeah. Those other that's nine are just depressing. fucking slacking off. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're probably just... just like bumping into you like Idiots. dumb bugs. <laughs> yeah bunch of dumb bugs like i don't want to hug you gross human yeah but also maybe what if each lightning bug is giving you a thousand hugs each holy shit that's 10 million hugs that's too many hugs it's way too well they're small oh i don't know but would it be like if you were getting that many hugs from from lightning bugs would it be like a bee swarm scenario though like because I know there wouldn't be, like, the threat of being stung by them, so I feel like it would be less horrifying. Mm. But I feel like being covered in bees would be akin to being covered in lightning bugs. Yeah. I don't... Well... Y- you're right. I don't I don't see it being a pleasant experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like... Plus, how do we define one hug Right. if the bug has to give us 1,000 hugs? Is it a hold and release... How quick can the hold be? Can it just be like a very quick, like, hup, that that right. was the whole hug, and then they just do go, hup, 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 and that was five hugs? Or does a hug 
have an implied duration of at least X number of seconds. Right. Is it not a hug until I think it's, it's one until Mr. City feels the love from each hug. Okay. Yeah. That, that uh, would make sense. Yeah. Alexander would... City is the guy's name, <laughs> by the way. I was going to say Albert City. <laughs> Good. It's okay. Mr. City. Mm. Owl. We're talking Sweet about a bright huge. Eyes city. <laughs> Oliver City. Uh... Owl, I'm not the Postal Service City. <laughs> He does sound like the postal service. <laughs> he does sound like the postal service. <sighs> Just like oh, so it's much. like it goes beyond elevator music into being music that elevators would listen to. Yeah, like elevator music, music. Yeah, let's hear some. Let's hear some tunes. What what tune should we start with here? I don't know. I was digging on. Uh, what's the second hit that's not Fireflies? I'll We're gonna it. play the Saltwater Room by Owl City. Wait, I've just been informed that we should change it to Hello Seattle. It is this one. Oh yeah, this is the other one. I'm calling this genre tiny techno. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. I just, my, my comment of this whole album is it feels like a perfect time capsule of the innocence of 2009, like right after Obama. Wow. Like, yeah. This mm-hmm. was the height of like, yes, we can do it. We can change everything. It'll be okay. We can make everything techno smaller. Is going mm-hmm. to be wonderful and so we listening... got a new president who's not going to be a war criminal right well wow. <laughs> yeah i know sorry a nice shirt by the way yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm wearing for the listeners i'm wearing a uh a shirt with the american flag on it that says usa and there's an aftermarket pocket on not it not any pocket it's a terry cloth it's a terry cloth pocket, pocket. that has that i bought the shirt like this Somebody just, had sewn the cloth pocket. You it. just have yeah. the uh, clothing taste of a teddy bear. That's true. <laughs> it is fucked up that I don't have any overalls. Listeners. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listeners, my uh, my birthday just happened as we record this, so uh, it's not too late to get me a birthday present of some huge big boy overalls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do own overalls. Um, nice. With regard to that song... It sounds like he's just saying words a little bit. Yeah. That feels like a lot of the album. Honestly, like the they don't really have a the songs don't really have a through line. Uh What do we got here? We've just been informed that Meteor Shower has super Christian lyrics. Ooh, maybe we should go and look at Meteor Shower. We're going to listen to that. Cause I I don't know and like I was listening to it and I was trying to find the like Christian elements of it and I was like mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like the whole thing is just a little like love and happiness like like yeah let the light of Jesus into your heart and like it's not like like a lot of Christian albums that are like it doesn't Praise have a him I, I get a little worried that every positive uh, band could possibly be a christian band. yeah i'm like yeah well, i'm like oh what's their game right mm. a little bit right so let's like, let's do meteor shower okay yeah. meteor shower okay yeah i can already tell this is yeah it's, this that's a, a very christian piano christian it's also very Kingdom Heartsy piano. Oh, there's the tech now. I can finally 
that's he means Jesus. Oh yeah, that's wow. real, real Jesus. your pants mr city yeah it, here's he here's seems like I'm he's having seems like he's playing coy on a lot of the other tracks and he's just like you know what yeah i'm gonna do like everything i should have been doing on every other song on right. this song i'm gonna cram it in it's okay so here's what i'm going i feel the most uncomfortable when i think that a song is about a girl and it winds up being about jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is a thing that i jill has an opinion jill tell me your opinion we've talked about this before but that happens the most with sufjan stevens mm-hmm. yep except with so sufjan it's it's always guys yeah right yeah right and it's like this this is such a beautiful love song and then you're like oh wait oh now i feel weird it's about jesus because mm-hmm. like it's like it paints this picture of like this love story and then you're like, oh, I'm into this. This is a completely secular deal, like whatever. And it's like this weird thing that I can't explain. But like once you take that away and it's just like, nope, that was Jesus the whole time. And I'm just like, yeah, ah, a- now I'm sexualizing Jesus and I never wanted to do that ever in my whole life. So, like that. Uh, you'd be surprised the amount of people that do that. But mm-hmm. it's a bait and switch. It's a weird bait and switch. Jill has opinion. <laughs> Go, Jill, go. I just finished a class over cults, and a cult that we did a research project on was called Children of God, and a big part of their tenets was that you were supposed to imagine you were having sex with Jesus. Sick. Oh, that's not what you're supposed to do with... That's not what you're supposed to do with him. No, not at all. You're supposed to hold his hand and talk about your life. Like, that's, that's his whole deal. Here's the deal, though. I have this joke that I do. Mm. Um, so, like, uh, is that I, like, imagine, like, who do you think that Jesus would have had sex with? Like, like, just. Bob Vila. <laughs> I mean, like. Can in, really fix a house. In, in the canon of, like. Oh, like, canonically. Yeah, like, characters that Jesus could have had. I mean, honestly, Peter also. Peter, buddy, okay. he yeah. was a fisherman. He had those big, strong forearms that a fisherman would have. He okay. was rugged. He was charismatic. Yeah, and it's Jesus, Peter. Jesus was a real softy. Yeah, yeah. And Peter was like the jock. Yeah, Peter was the dad, the daddy disciple. Peter right. was like your best friend Chad that you kiss on a little bit. Yeah. And so, think about like, uh, like who else canonically could could Jesus have had sex with? Like Zacchaeus. <laughs> Lazarus? Or I don't Lazarus. Know. He brought him back to life. Yeah, yeah. You're, you you got to be grateful for that. You're going to okay. give him something back. So we're we're just generally imagining that Jesus must have been a sexual person. But like what if Jesus was actually a virgin? Like what if Jesus oh, yeah. was just asexual? Like how how crazy is it for I you to that. think about? He's, yeah. Oh, like, he was just like in well, in our society, that's a thing is that yeah. like it's easier for you to think about Jesus having sex with someone than it is for you to think about a wonderful, normal, like well-spoken adult human being mm-hmm. being an asexual human being. Yeah, maybe part of that was like maybe part of his impact was just the fact that he was both leftist and ace in the right. past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, how hard would that, like, it's hard enough for people who are ace now to, like, be taken seriously as being ace. It's like, but so, I don't know. It's just, like, I can't even imagine, like, trying to be asexual in a time where, like, people were, like, having sex with goats and, like, there was an actual place called Sodom and Gomorrah, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. like, we're basically living in that time again. Yeah. It's real weird. Yeah. But that's an interesting point. I yeah. really like it a lot. Um, what other songs should we listen to so we can make an inf- informed opinion on Ocean Eyes, you guys? I don't know. Jill, do you have any suggestions? All right. Turning on Vanilla Twilight. Let's let's give ourselves time for like this one and maybe like one or two more. Yeah. Okay. The stars lean down. 
Okay, here's my thing. Imagine being the kind of person that when you felt strong emotions, this is what you wrote. <laughs> like, imagine being so overcome that words alone aren't doing it anymore. Right. So you've got to just really put yourself out there and make this. I, here's the deal. I am that kind of person, though. I am that kind of... like Because when I, whenever I write music, it's like about hobbits and mm. stuff. You know? It's mm. like it's not good. Like, <laughs> it's not... It's not things that you would want to listen to while you were having strong emotions, but sure. it's like the things that I have when I think of like strong emotions is just like, I'm going to sing a song. Oh, it's just very impotent and sad. Sorry, guys. We're, like, we're getting, I don't know. We're getting some more of that, like, not really saying anything a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just. There's, there's definitely I miss you stuff, but there's also, you're just putting words in order. Yeah. Think, you know? I think the key word that I just said is impotence. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Also, the mid-2000s were really bad about using the word dear in yeah. music. Yeah. It shouldn't be allowed. Like, oh. So bad. It's just like, I feel like I'm getting hit on poorly. It's mm. like, you're if not I... Lou Reed. I don't actually yeah. want to fuck you. This is not good. Yeah. Lou Reed's great. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because Lou Reed's not a very good songwriter. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, he's terrible. Um, like he does Lou Reed does the same thing. He just puts oh, yeah. words together. But like but you the, would the music, fuck Lou Reed. Right. Like, and the music evokes an emotion. Right. Which right. this does not. No. Mm -hmm. It's just um, things that I would listen to while I was sleeping. Right. Let's roll one more down the plate. Okay. Out of what we haven't heard yet, um Cat or Jill, you can answer this. After what out of what we haven't heard yet, what do you think is the most important to like doing a well-rounded review of the album? I think Jill is more. I love that you are doing that though. It's perfect. Which one are you feeling? Um, either... oh, yeah. Talking into a microphone is important. Um, dental care is literally about dentists. <laughs> Um, the bird and the worm is very cutesy, which is kind of his mo. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should listen to Kate then, because okay. it was okay. it's the first one on the album. All right, I don't like it. I'm hitting it because I'm awful. before we heard the get me out of this cavern or I'll cave in, uh, which I don't know what that means the, it, I, at all. My big problem is that these are like tonally inconsistent. Yeah. I don't know what emotion I'm supposed to be feeling here that he's like, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's like, he's it's sad. like, a, I think Mr. Maybe. City is frustrated on this one. It's like, an, it's, it's like it was designed by an algorithm that had heard about music. That hmm. I don't know. I feel. I think that I would be cooler, though. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I feel like that's just what Daft Punk is, though. Generally. No, you're right. You're right. And that's good music. Yeah. I feel like this is just 
someone who is sad and also happy at the same time and doesn't know what to do about it. I mean, there are good things about it. It just doesn't feel like it's it's real fun to listen to. Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't uh, like mind anything about what it how it sounds. Right. I think what we're it looking just, for it, here it it feels like it's being postured as some kind of profound uh, statement making a little bit, mm. and it sometimes is very much not that. Yeah, I'll say that it feels to me like a twenty-four-year-old man who has never known true heartbreak. Yeah, mm. yeah, never been crushed about. Like this car, is its music. Probably never lost a loved one. Oh my god! Ever in his whole life. That's exactly what this is. This is music for people who have never had anything bad happen to them. Yes, like, like you've never like lost a parent or grandparent. Yeah, maybe a grandparent, but you but probably like weren't not a close, close one. Yeah, yeah, you know, like never been in love, genuine mm. like. And yeah. I mean, okay, there's nothing wrong with never having been in love sure. and like writing music, but it also just makes your music sound like yeah. you're writing love songs to Jesus, which is fine. There's like it's, entire genres about that. Yeah. And this is and also it's, it's, this is also fine. It's okay for you to be in a stage in your life where like nothing bad has happened to you. Yeah. Because there are things that you don't get until something bad has happened. Right. Right. I have never actually listened to any of his later stuff either because there he has like five other albums. Right. Like who has like because this was like yeah. the deal and Fireflies was his whole deal. Yeah. I think it it's basically the epitome of a one hit wonder. Mm -hmm. You guys want to roll into final thoughts? Yeah. Who has the strongest opinions? That's code for who wants to go first. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how final thoughts. I'll function. Go, I, I, I'll go first. The way the way we do final thoughts is that we will talk about our feelings about the album, and then then we will give it a rating. Okay. Out of twelve disciples. Okay. Now keep in mind, one of the disciples is Judas, so the perfect score would be eleven disciples, no Judas. It's kind of okay. like a velvet dagger thing, right? If that makes sense. Okay. So, um, I. Just this album, by the way. Just yeah. Just a reminder to everybody. I I just, I can't imagine being at a stage in my life where I would ever relate to this. Uh, and for that reason, it feels insincere. But I, I don't think that's what it is. I think that's me. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to give it five disciples and one Judas. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to give it a full 12 disciples. Okay. Oh. Because fun. Here's the deal. I will never tell you to turn this off. Okay. Ever in any time ever. Just yeah. like I might have there was a there was a time in like 2010 when mm. I found out that it was a Christian album and I felt so betrayed that I was <laughs> like no. But like now I'm like yeah. Right. I don't know. I listen to it. I listen to it anytime. I listened to the whole thing today. Didn't even realize I was listening to it. See, it's yeah. It's like, all right, this is fine. This is like not my favorite thing, but I'm never going to turn it off. Right. So I am giving it 12 disciples, but one of those disciples is Judas. Yeah. Because I did feel betrayed. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's my favorite Judas edition for sure. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, so I'm going to parse through this, I guess. It's, it's, it sounds good. Like, it's tonally pleasurable. Um, it, like you said, Kat, like, this isn't something that I would go out of my way to turn off. Right. If it's on, it's fine. Um, I guess, and, and here, again, I'm not a lyrics guy. I'm, I'm like, I'm like a brand new lyrics guy. I'm a Padawan to lyrics, right? <laughs> Um, I'm really trying to appreciate lyrics more, but when You're I the feel Anakin like Anakin Skywalker of lyrics, oh mm. god, <laughs> you even look like Hayden Christensen. Oh my god, oh my we god, can't. you do, Cat. We cannot get into this right we, now. We, we, <laughs> oh, no. we, we can't roast me. We're on a time <laughs> limit. Yeah, I just realized though. 
if you okay. had said that at the beginning of this podcast, we could have been having way more fun <laughs> for the last <laughs> hour. Yeah, we were too busy having an insightful discussion. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jumper, what's your score? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I called you well, Jumper. You, you, I, I know, and you can't just ask me. I've got to. I've got to yeah, build up to it. <laughs> no. Um, like I said, sounds good. That cat can play. Yeah. Um, there's nothing bad about how it sounds. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit bubblegum lyrically. Yeah. And it feels Definitely. maybe it, there are some there are some themes about um God and like the human experience that he maybe is kind of like impotently scratching at mm. a little bit. Um I'm gonna go ahead and give it um uh seven Judas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got a bit of a spread. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got one and a half more things. Um, we talked about the VeggieTales Jonah movie. Briefly. Because, right. Briefly, because Alex uh, recommended it mm. on the previous episode. Um, now is your job to recommend a piece of Christian or Christian-ish media. Oh, man. If, uh, like... M- does it, can it be music or not music or it anything? Can, anything, anything consumable. It can be a painting. I think that uh, keeping in the vein of like sneaky Christian music. If mm. you have never listened to Reliant K, you need to re- listen to Reliant K because that is very. Similar we did do to... a Reliant K episode. If you oh, want to okay. throw us, something, or was that Switch? If you want to throw us Switch something, Reliant we K? did Reliant okay. K. Okay. If you want to throw us something specific, we mm. can oblige you there. However. I have no, like, I have no thoughts or opinions on Reliant K. They were just a thing that existed at the like time that I was listening to Owl City. We'll revisit Reliant K. Yeah, we'll we'll happily do it for you. It was you. like a whole, like a whole time of my life. I don't know. No, uh, the Barlow Girls. Oh fuck! All right, yeah, we'll talk about Barlow Girl. Yeah, because that's. That's some shit right there. Yeah. I had a friend in high school who uh, went on dates with Jesus because of the Barlow Girls. Oh, what? No. You can go on a date with Jesus? She she kissed dating goodbye. And Smith already told us to listen to Barlow Girl. Oh man. Hmm. I don't know. I can tell you like like Wiccan things that I'm into, but God, that's not yes. uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, cool. fuck, absolutely, yeah. of course. Um, oh my God, um, yeah. Try, so, how about that? Uh, if you ever want to get into chaos magic, yes, you please. should um, look mm-hmm. up a man named Jason Louv. Uh, he has a website called magic.me, uh, which is it's Easy. M-A-C, no, M-A-G-I-C-K. Right. Dot yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Uh, dot M-E. And mm. it's a website where you can pay him. If you if you get it around a solstice, uh, there's, there's a, always going to be a solstice uh, coupon, coupon code. code that you can use. Yeah, cool. You've um, got to be crapping my I'm ass. Not, How not. close are we to a um, solstice? It's usually very close. The oh. winter solstice yeah. is the twenty second. Oh, oh yeah, and that's like the best one. This actually, what? actually, also Black Friday, he does one. Wait, no, um, no, no. There's a better solstice. <laughs> no, that's like that's like the one. The winter solstice. The winter solstice is the is better like solstice. The good solstice. What like, the fuck is with the summer solstice? That it's I not as know. good. It's like a renewal period or whatever, but the winter solstice is just like, yeah, everything sucks. Let's celebrate anyway. It's, it's a shitty solstice. Oh, yeah, like, okay. No, great. that is better. You're right. You're right. Uh, Go on. And so, and so magic.me. Just dig, mm. dig around uh, in there. If you ever wanted to learn about chaos magic, uh, that's a real great uh, tool. Holy shit. I'm going to visit that website tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We're a great recommendation. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Also, if you need me to draw cats, uh, you can check out my Instagram, Cat Draws Cats, or my website, catdrawscats.com. Do. She drew mine. She drew Pluto, and it's good. It's very good. I only know how to draw cats and dogs sometimes. I could draw a bird if you really convinced me. Any, what if I made up a bird Cats and then the asked air, you to draw it? Um, I need reference photos. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Like, I'll send you a few different birds. Anyway. I could do that. I could like merge some birds. Oh, bird merge. Bird merge. Uh, so uh, any other plugs you want to do before we get out of here? I don't know. Check out my Anything happening in like Matt three weeks? Rainey. No. What's happening in three weeks? That's just when the episode gets released. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. 
No, because it'll be after Christmas, basically. So That's true. So you can't even order Cat Draws Cats for Christmas. Mm. If you have any birthdays that you need me to draw you some cats for. A New Year's cat, potentially. New Year's cat, yeah. Good New Year's cat. Oh. And uh, that's what NYC really stands for. Yeah, New Year's cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently was reading Santa Claus, like just the regular Santa Claus. Mm. And every time that I've been reading Santa Claus in the past like week and a half, I've been reading it C-L-A-W-S. <laughs> I just can't stop. It's ridiculous. So there you go. Well, that's all the time we have tonight on the praise down. We're gonna sign off. Uh, we're gonna sign off the same way we yeah, always sign. The way off. we always constantly sign off with our our famous catchphrase: "When the going gets Christ, the tough get righteous." Yeah. That's All right. right. Goodbye. <laughs> Jesus. I came up with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs>